Seven minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. So in Columbia, the second ward, uh, there is um, uh, an interim seat that's open, and, and some candidates are throwing their hat in the ring. Eight people are actually throwing their hats in the ring. Uh, I know one of them very well, um, and I, I really think she would be a terrific city council person. I hesitate, Brian. What do you think? If I, if I, yeah, I would just uh, leave it hanging there. Just don't mention any names, because if I do, it'll tank. Yeah, pretty much. It it happens every time. But but she knows the area so well. (laughs) Oh, I know. She knows the real estate there. Uh, She sells real estate there. She got us to move uh, not too far for that. I mean, she's really. so don't even mention Lisa no. Meyer's name. Yeah, just leave it hanging there. Oh, boy. <laughs> did, did I just, did yeah, I just make a mistake? it kind of slipped. Huh? All right, the other Brian, the Zimmer Radio News God, <laughs> has stepped into the studio. Amen. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. <laughs> so, Eight people uh, throwing their hat in the ring here. That's a pretty diverse crowd. It, it is, and I, you know, it's one of those things, I haven't done a whole lot of, uh, technically Andrea is still the council person in Ward 2, um, you know, for, I think it's the day after, excuse me, the day before um, Thanksgiving, technically her, her resignation is, is taking place. So it's a bit confusing on that, um, Gary, in that her her term is just about to expire. It, it, technically, it's April, but it's really the the you know they meet one. They, literally, it's it's just a a very brief meeting. And the people that are going off the council in April, and then there's technically two council meetings on that that first meeting in April. Kind of the they adjourn, signy die, and then the new council is sworn in. So let's just say a couple more months. And it, no, I'm not taking anything away. It's very important. But what's a little confusing is you've got a several people that want to fill the remainder of that term, which is December, January, February, March, and then others that are interested in running for the uh, for the position as as well. And 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 we'll keep you posted on that. But she she is still the council person as of today, and and will be for the uh, the council meeting on Monday. Um, you know, but Andrea, as you know, uh, Andrea Weiner, the council person there, Mayor Pro Tem, she has been, according to what she's told me, she's been trying to find a home to purchase. Um, you know, they have a family, and uh, in, in she tried to find one in the ward, Ward 2, which is northwest Columbia, and just couldn't find it. So she's moved outside the ward. It's not like she's leaving town, but um, because of that, she wasn't able to uh, to stay in that position or won't be able to stay in that position. She she should contact Lisa Meyer. Uh, could work. <laughs> Meyer works. They 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 uh, they sold us our real estate and they uh, they sold it for us too. Sure. Uh, Lisa and Jim. I, that's why I I know them so well. They're they're really honest people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could help. Of course, that would sort of screw the whole thing up. But <laughs> I understand. And uh, but but that that is the uh, and it's it's gotten it's gotten coverage and it should. But I think once she actually steps down, we'll we'll talk much more about it. Um, it you know, and uh, this this next council meeting, I hate to call it routine, and I don't know everything that's on the agenda. I won't know until probably Friday. But looking at the what was on the previous agenda is going to be carried over. Um, if there is such a thing as routine, this this one appears to be. But inevitably, there'll be people speaking from the podium and reports that will add newsworthy items to it. So, uh, but once she steps down, and then she'll, I'm sure, make a farewell speech. Um, we'll 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 talk more about that. Are we expecting any more on this uh, 
sanctuary city for transgender, gay, lesbian, bi, whatever? That is something, no, that is something I'm going to ask to Carlin Seawood today. My gut feeling is they're probably going to need more time to put something together. We know something will go before the council. The question is when. Um, basically, the speaker um, that spoke at the podium uh, earlier this month, Gary, said that reaction and th- these are his this person's terms not mine person said reaction conservatives reactionary conservatives are fanning the flames they don't the people that are lgbtq don't feel safe um you know why that, why, why do they not feel safe do they tell, i mean is there been a case of somebody being attacked not that i'm aware of they just he said people are moving away um and um in etc so you know he the, the there was a petition there were a lot of members that were there and they presented a lot of it was you know talking about things going on in, at the pulse nightclub colorado florida etc so the council's going to basically the proposed ordinance that was drafted that was submitted anyway is going to be redrafted. Um, it had to go before the Human Rights Commission. It had to go before the legal department of the city. And that that takes and you've got a holiday in here coming up. I'm not sure they'll be able to get that done um, by Monday. I'll ask to Carlin today. It's very possible. I know some of the staff's been working on the police chief that we'll find out today at two. So if it's not in, and by the way, if it is coming up Monday, it would be an introduction, not a vote, just in literally no discussion on it at all. I'm guessing it would probably wait till December but we'll see. It, 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 either way, it will not come up for a vote at the next meeting on, on Monday night. But it will be coming up, and eventually, very soon, it will be coming up for a vote before the uh, the council. Um, and and you know, I threw I put it out there as a question to listeners on our Facebook page what they think. Didn't get a whole lot of feedback because I don't have any. I don't have a proposed ordinance to, you know, to, to, to put up there. I know Como Buzz has put up the letter from the group and that's fine, but that, that's going to be completely rewritten. So we'll, we'll, I'll wait till that actually is presented to the council as an, or, as a, as an introduction and I'll link to it at that time. But yes, it, it's coming, but not quite yet. Uh, if you just turn the radio on, we are talking with, uh, Brian Houseworth, the, uh, the news guy at Zimmer Radio. Thank you, Gary. Um, well, you know, every time I say this, I, I, you're supposed to be paying me five dollars. So. <laughs> That's true. I, I it was three dollars uh, two years ago, but you know, inflation is taking over. I understand absolutely. <laughs> uh, what's going on with Schnooks? Uh, are we talking about on Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, or, uh, they are going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day. They've announced that. Um, some grocery stores are open that day and, and some are not. I put up a little story. I just, I thought it was interesting. You know, as we get closer into Thanksgiving week, a lot of people are going out of town, but a lot of people are staying in town and I'm, uh, I'll do a little bit more lighter stuff. I'll do something next week about some of the restaurants that are open, but what they, what they wanted to let people know about, there are three schnook stores in Columbia, Gary, as you know, there's one on forum. There's also one on Clark lane and they have the one that is the express, which is at, at Broadway in Providence. That's also part of, I believe it's called eat. Well, it's inside that same facility. And then they have the one in Jefferson city on, on Missouri Boulevard. They're going to be open regular hours on, on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, regular hours on Friday, which is a huge shopping day. Probably not as big as it used to be, um, at least, you know, going to stores, but it's still big. But they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day um, itself. And they wanted to let, you know, obviously, their employees know that, but they also are letting the public know as well. So, you know, 
they're not prepared to shop there that day. Uh, Mosiers, I can tell you, the Mosiers in Columbia, which has another, also you hear some of their ads on, on 93.9 The Eagle. They are going to be open on uh, on Thanksgiving Day, but they're limited hours. They're only open from 6 in the morning to 6 p.m. Normally, they're open till 10, but they, they will be open. A lot of stores, though, hy Walmart are closed, so um, you're, you, you want to check uh, your local grocery store if you're going to you're going to try to, uh, yeah, to get some is stuff. My go-to place for uh, for meat. They they got great meat. They, they really do. do. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And last thing here, and then uh, I will let you go because well, you you've got newscast. <laughs> uh, tell me about this uh, this uh, Moberly guy that. Uh, is going to the Huskow for 20 well, years. Well, I'll tell you, this is an interesting story, and this is one that because it was it was moved out of, uh, you know, usually a venue change, sometimes for mid-Missouri, it could be one or two counties over. But this one got so much publicity, Gary, when it happened. It was a Moberly case just north of Columbia, but they moved the case all the way to Carroll County, which is in northwest Missouri. I used to work in Carrollton at the radio station. So well out of the Eagle listening area, well out of the mid-Missouri television market, and, and just impossible. I would have liked to have gone to the, the sentencing yesterday. I was not able to go. CaseNet, by the way, was still not updated uh, as of this morning. But uh, our news partner did have a reporter in the courtroom. Horrible case. I'll just give you the Reader's Digest here. The guy's name is Stephen Garrett. He's 47 years old. He, he well, he was charged with two counts of second-degree murder. He was accused of, of crossing the center line in Moberly, crossing the center line, hitting another vehicle that was driven by a pregnant woman who was, I, in fact, I talked to her father-in-law after the, he called me here at the station to let me know. That was before it was in the patrol report. His name is Dale Maley. He said at the time his daughter-in-law was six months pregnant, the unborn baby was, was dead. He was a little frustrated. I did not mention it in my original newscast in April, as I told him. He wasn't mad, but just he wanted that mention. I said it's not in the, in the uh, patrol report yet, but I did check on it, and later they amended their report, and I appreciated Mr. Maley calling me on that. So the, this guy was charged with two counts of second-degree murder. They pleaded it down to felon. This is a charge. Honestly, Gary, I've been doing this 30 years. I've never heard of this particular charge. Um, I've never either heard of it or seen it. But it's felony DWI causing the death of two or more. Now, I've heard of felony DWI, but I wasn't aware there's a particular one, and I verified this, causing the death of two or more. 20 years. It's a Class B felony. Um He's been he's been in the jail. He did get a I I did some checking uh, yesterday, and he was allowed a furlough. To his daughter was able to take him down. Apparently, he had to go to the uh, MU Healthcare for because he was hurt in the wreck as well, and they had to t- the daughter had to take him right back to the jail. That's the only time I'm aware of he's been out of the jail since you know he was indicted. And so he'll get some credit for time served. I'm a little unclear on how long that is. Uh, this is November. I'd say he was probably arrested from my memory in May. It wasn't right afterwards because he was in the hospital. So he'll get, let's say, six to eight months of, of credit for time served. But the woman that was killed was Maya Stillwell, S-T-I-L-W-E-L-L. She was six months pregnant. Her unborn baby was killed. And then, the, according to Dale Maley, and this, I verified this in the patrol report, there was also a two-year-old injured in this, in this crash. Now, I don't know if that was uh, another child of the lady that was killed. I'm a little unclear on that. I believe it was uh, one of her other children. Uh, but that child, according to Mr. Maley, suffered a lacerated liver. 
and because of HIPAA, I don't know that child's condition. I bel- the injuries were serious, but I believe that child. I know the child survived. I'm hoping the child is okay. Um, if, if Dale's out there, he can let us know. But just a absolutely Gary horrific accident. Um, DWI, and it happened right in the middle of the day. As I recall, it was right around noon, and one of the people that heard it, I remember a listener calling me from up there. This was just (laughs) outside of Moberly. That listener said, I forgot how they described it, but just the noise of that impact. The the listener heard it from, like, uh, almost a mile away. That's how, 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 uh, I'm assuming, how fast the guy was going. Wow. So he's going to spend how many years? 20 years. 20 years. He'll get a little bit of credit for time served. I'm a little unclear on how long, but I would guess, based on my uh, recollection of when he went in, six to eight months. But he's going to have to serve. Um, you know, he'll be, he'll, he'll be eligible for parole at some point, but he'll serve a majority. He'll serve a lot of that time um, in prison. And he's 47, and, uh, and we'll see what happens. But this, this case essentially, I guess... You know, uh, by pleading guilty, that's the only other thing I should mention. By pleading guilty, he can't appeal. So there's no appeal. He's going to prison. You're absolutely right. He'll go to Fulton first. And with a 20-year sentence, he's going to a maximum security prison. I assume he's going to go to the Jefferson City Correctional Center, but he's going to be in there with murders, rapists. Because you get a 20-year sentence, that's, that's a long time. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for bringing us up to date. Always appreciate having in the news god, Gary Zimmer Radio. My pleasure. Keep right, up buddy. the good work, Gary. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right. Uh, Julian Assange in the news. How about a Satan club at your local school? We have that and more coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's eleven twenty-four. Glad to have you with us. Julian Assange is in the news. Apparently. Um, both conservatives and progressives um, are urging the U.S. government to drop charges against him. There is a letter signed by 15 members. Uh, you know, you, you see uh, Ilan uh, Omar and you think, oh boy, now we shouldn't uh, do this <laughs> just because it's her. But also Marjorie Taylor Greene is on there. Um, AOC is on there. Uh, Republican Paul uh, Gosar uh, says the United States must not pursue an unnecessary prosecution that risks criminalizing common journalistic practices and chilling the work of the free press. I don't know what they'll ultimately do. I I don't think, you know, they can suggest that uh, they drop the charges, but it's up to the Justice Department to do this. I frankly think they should do this. I don't, I don't see him as a threat uh, to the United States. Uh, I think he did a valuable service. He, he just, uh, I would say he highlighted uh, what the United States was doing that it shouldn't have been doing. I, I seriously do hope that they, that they drop the charges uh, and, and that they let this guy go. And I think he's been railroaded. And it's gone on long enough. Stop the madness. Let this guy go out and live his life. I I just I don't see him as a bad guy. Brian, do you do you think Julian Assange is a bad guy or no? I don't. Uh-uh. I I'm kind of curious. What did he do exactly that harmed the United States other than embarrass them? Well, they're saying that he helped to hack into uh, some top secret information. All right, and 
when he did that, what harm did it cause? Uh, they're going to say uh, it endangered Americans. and uh, In what way? Well, <laughs> names were named and, and things like that. I Did uh, people die because of what he did? I'm just trying to explore this to its, you know, eventual conclusion as far as, you know, yeah, he broke into uh, a computer that he shouldn't have. Well, he didn't actually do that. He he, he enabled it. Uh, he, he worked with someone to help them uh, uh, get in there. It, he is, of course, uh, the founder of WikiLeaks, uh, and they're they're hitting him up with the Espionage Act because he published classified documents about the U.S. State Department, uh, Guantanamo Bay, and uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. He's been detained uh, on remand in London since 2019. And before that, he was locked in, a, in an embassy uh, for several years because the moment he stepped outside the building, they were going to arrest him. And they're now trying to extradite him um, to the United States. Uh, it, it, this is just, I think, wrong. Witch hunt. Uh, That's uh, what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying wrong. to set an example for anybody that does this in the future. That's all this is. Uh, they, they say he uh, got uh, and published classified materials, um, and, and he's arguing that's not a crime. A coalition of uh, press freedom, civil liberties, and uh, international human rights groups wrote to the Attorney General, to Merrick Garland, urging him to correct the course and to, to abandon uh, this, this pursuit of him. Uh, but they, he appears not willing to do this. What he has done, I would argue, is show the American people what the United States has been doing that it shouldn't be doing. Uh, and uh, he's getting support from Democrats and Republicans on this issue. And I, and I hope they're successful. I doubt that they will be. But I hope that he will be. I, 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 I just think it's unfair what we're doing to this guy. It seems to me anyway that it is. 874-9390-800-529-5572. One of the things that I argued, uh, I think this was last week when we were talking about uh, the abortion issue and Republicans. Is that money was rushing into Ohio and Virginia and other states. Mostly from blue states. Running ads painting the abortion issue for Republicans as ludicrous and, and you know, absolutely insane. Uh, they don't, you know, pretending that there were no exceptions for life of the mother and really mischaracterizing uh, the Republican position. And I argued that if the Republicans want to win, they need to stake out a position that is fair and that. Big money conservatives need to get behind these ad campaigns so they can counter what the Democrats are doing. And until now, the, the Republicans have not had the kind of money necessary to make their argument. There is a story at the Daily Caller about the money machine that the Democrats have for the coming election. We'll talk about that next on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 1135, and the Democrats are getting the money machine geared up, and they're really doing something very, very smart. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll explain this. I was talking last week about how we've uh, encountered these uh, elections with abortion on the ballot and how the left have dominated, I think, seven or eight states. Uh, it is in Kansas, Ohio, Virginia. The Democrats have prevailed, uh, scaring people and mischaracterizing the Republicans' position on abortion. Uh, the latest, of course, is Virginia, uh, where I think the governor was promoting a, a perfectly acceptable alternative that if enough people knew about it, would have supported it. The Democrats have been pushing for abortion on demand at any point uh, in gestation. If it's a week before, you know, the, the uh, uh, due date, uh, that's okay. I mean, it won't be long. They'll be going after that, that fourth uh, trimester, uh, which is, is, you know, clearly points out right after birth. But what they are doing now, and it is ingenious, is they are going after local races. They're going after state races. Um, they're getting a ton of money from their multimillionaire and billionaire donors and targeting states. And trust me, we are one of them. Missouri is going to be a target. Now, you combine this with this, you know, voter registration drive, uh, which is where they're going to spend the money, and they have a chance at turning the state of Missouri blue. They can do it anywhere. It's the perfect storm for them. They mischaracterize the abortion or, uh, you know, pro-life movement. Uh, they throw a bunch of money at it. They do it at the local level. And their voters come out en masse and can turn the state. Hey, while well, we're here, let's go ahead and vote for the Democrats. It's a lethal combination. And I argued that the Republicans need to match it. The wealthiest Republicans... And funding voter registration for conservatives. And they need to run ads explaining what the Democrats want to do on abortion. That's the only way you're going to win this thing. Don't be afraid of being pro-life. Stake out your claim. This is what I believe and this is how I think it should be done. And then you need to run ads that explain to the voters what the Democrats really want. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, what the Democrats really want is an extremist view. They won't at any point point out that there should be any restriction. They will never say, well, you know, after six months or eight months or eight and a half months. They won't do that. The only way for voters to understand what the Democrats want is for the conservatives and the pro-life movement to start running ads and define them before they get defined. And they ought to start it right now. They ought to get together right now all of the wealthiest people, all of the, the most uh, pro-life uh, advocates in the state of Missouri need to get together, and they really should do this at a, at, a, at a national level, 
and, and start running ads. And in those ads, you need to point out what the Democrats really want. And what they really want is what I said, uh, abortion without any, without any qualms. Hey, it's a girl, I wanted a boy, abort. Um, it, it, it could be anything. You know, I'm, I'm depressed at the thought of having a child abort. And that's what the Republicans need to do to prevail. They need to get that money and start running those ads. They need to start defining the Democrats before the Democrats define them. Otherwise, what's going to happen is not only are we going to have no restrictions on abortion in the state of Missouri... But you're also going to see a lot of Republicans losing their seats. There are districts that are, well, mixed. And it won't take a whole lot. If the Democrats are successful in getting all these people registered, all of those likely Democrats registered, this is, this is going to be an ugly election cycle. Democrats recognize this. Republicans need to recognize it, too. And they need to organize now. We've got some very, very wealthy people who believe as we do, in, in, or at least as I do, I think, uh, in the value and sanctity of life. Hold a meeting. Call your wealthiest friends. Start putting together a pool of money. Start writing your commercials. Start defining what the left want. Otherwise, we could have a Democrat governor and might even lose the legislature. This would not be good. Trust me. Uh, It's tough enough to get people to move to Missouri from out of state. What will happen when the Democrats take over? Won't be your state anymore. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Listen to this flyer. Um, This this might be a lot of fun. Brian, you might enjoy, uh, you know, if you had kids, you'd probably want them to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Hey, kids, let's have fun at After School Satan Club. (laughs) The Satanic Temple is a non-theist religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represents a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. After School Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Instead, the the Satanic Temple supports children to think for themselves. All After School Satan Clubs are based on activities centered around the seven fundamental tenets and emphasize a scientific, rationalist, non-superstitious worldview. Do you think you can Yeah, that's an after-school club that the I think there? the kids would be interested in. Yeah. Science projects, community service, puzzles and games. <laughs> it sounds like a blast. I'm reading this right off their flyer. Uh, nature activities, arts and crafts, and snacks too, Brian. I mean, if wow. if you're going to be exposed to Satan, you could get hungry. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's from the Lebanon Elementary School in Connecticut, Lebanon, Connecticut, sponsored by the Satanic Temple 
and Reason Alliance. Uh, this activity is not approved or sponsored uh, by the school district or the school board. So you can get your kids and introduce them to Satan. It almost sounded libertarian, didn't it, in their in their description? Well, in the first two sentences, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, this is a you know rejecting tyranny, uh, championing the human mind and spirit. That it sounded so good until I found out it was the the Satan Club. You know, if it's that good, if, if that's really what they want to promote, why would they call it the Satan Club? Why not call it the Free Thinkers Club? Why bring Satan into the picture at all? Why would you even talk about him? Whether you believe in, in Satan or not, everybody understands that it represents evil. This was unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. <sighs> what do you do if your kid comes home and says, Mom, Dad, I want to join? Would you let them join? 874-9390. Toll free 800-529-5572. If your kid said, Mom, I want to join the Satan Club. Dad, the Satan Club is for me. I want to go. Would you stop them? Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. It's 10 minutes to noon. A school in Lebanon, Connecticut, wants to have... Well, the, the school is allowing them to uh, have this after-school club, uh, the Satanic Club. <laughs> oh, Lord. If your kid came home and, and, and they're, they're painting this as, you know, totally innocuous... Uh, the uh, they they view him as a literary figure, and uh, he rejects this literary figure. Tyranny champions the human mind and spirit, and they don't convert children to any religion. Just help them to think for themselves. Your kid came home and said, "Mom, Dad, I got this uh, flyer I saw at school on the bulletin board. I want to join the Satan Club." <laughs> what would you do? Ryan, what would you do? And then I'll go to the phones. I think not. I think you need to find a different activity uh, after school and something something that would be uh, athletic, perhaps. I would take them out of the school just in case they wanted to do it surreptitiously. And if your kid can go to school and pretend that he's a she or she's a he and yeah, the school won't report. But the parent wouldn't be involved in what their kids are doing without your knowledge, would they? I mean, no, no not, not much. <laughs> uh, let me go to the phones here. Ken is on the line. Ken, good morning. What would you do? Uh, my kid would be out there quick and make your head spin. Hey, uh, <laughs> you, was talking, you was talking a while ago about this abortion deal. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it, abortion is kind of confusing because the guy that, that hit that lady... Uh, head on and killed her and her. You caught unborn. that. You caught that. She was pregnant. Yeah, but but a woman can go have an abortion, and she's not charged for with murder. Yep. A little hypocrisy there, know. huh? Yep. I that just that, that bugs me. But uh, I was listening to uh, your news guys talking about it, and yeah, you I caught had, that. Yeah. Good, Ken. Yeah. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 
I don't know if you if you were all paying attention. We were talking about this accident that uh, uh, this woman was pregnant uh, and lost the baby, and so that was you know part of the charge. But if the if she was you know if she had if if that ride uh, was to a pregnancy or to to an abortion clinic, um, and she had successfully arrived there with no accident and had an abortion. There'd be no charges on that one. Uh, the hypocrisy of it all. Uh, I would uh, I would get my kid out of the school. I wouldn't even just say, Natalie, no. I would say, uh, hell no, pardon me, uh, but we're leaving. We're going to homeschool. And I'm not alone in this. Apparently, uh, the response from the parents has been pretty much right along those lines. Uh, they literally are saying, "I'm taking my kid. Uh, I'm taking my kid out. Uh, I'm going to homeschool." Uh, and while, it, believe it or not, uh, some uh, some of the parents thought the idea was terrible. Some of them didn't. I love the idea. I support this, and will be signing my kids up too. One person commented on the Facebook flyer. A second said. I'm in Connecticut, and a lot of people are losing their minds over this. While I'm over here, like, I want this at my kid's school, too. A third wrote, yay, so glad you're coming to my state. That is not that is just not, Brian, what I would have expected. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, man, this is great. By the same token, there shouldn't be any Christian or or Jewish clubs uh, being promoted in public schools. But, of course, if you know me, you know there, there probably shouldn't be any public schools to begin with. I'm just saying. Um, all right, so uh, I, I'm assuming, Brian, that you're not you're not in favor of this. You're not just, particularly, no. What a uh, wet blanket. I know. Uh, the, uh, the Republicans, they're calling this a sneaky vote. It is uh, because the Democrats refuse to let Republicans speak, uh, tying the Senate floor up in knots. Conservative Republicans launched what they called a sneak attack on the Senate floor Tuesday afternoon, forcing a vote on the House-passed Israeli aid bill. A uh, Republican from Kansas, uh, Senator Marshall, moved uh, to proceed to the House's bill, and Democrats were unable to stop him. Because there is no current business before the Senate, and that let the Republicans move to the House's Israel bill, and Democrats uh, don't support it because it doesn't have uh, because it's got cuts to the IRS. Democrats ultimately killed the effort to advance the bill, voting 51-48 to table it. Still, the drama on the Senate floor kept a chaotic day in Congress. I'm telling you, we are more divided in this country than I have ever seen before. Don't we always say that, though? You know, when's the last time? And I know it's happened. Uh, I know, in fact, there was a, an attack with uh, a cane uh, a couple, about a hundred and some years ago in the, in the House. But when's the last time you saw a senator stand up? <laughs> Never. Yeah. Um, and, and there are other examples of... Um, Do you think that would have gone any further than it did <laughs> Not um, if the union guy had a brain in his head. Yeah, I know. 
the, actually. Uh, the senator looked like he was he really was, he was wanting good to, to go. go. Yeah. yeah. He, he's an MMA fighter. He was good to go. He was ready. Take off his ring. Didn't want to dent it. <laughs> the union guy was probably going, oh, oh what boy. have I done? He probably, he probably did not expect the senator to stand right up. I don't know if the guy is just, it, 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 you know, ignorant, doesn't know uh, what this guy's background is. Or if he really thinks he's that tough, but he doesn't look. <laughs> this union guy looks like a, a tub of goo. There would have been two hits. Well, him getting hit and then him yes. hitting the floor? Yes. Yeah. He was, he was good to go. But I don't remember seeing this kind of vitriol. In, in in my life, and, I, and I've seen us, you know, divide. And I'll tell you what I think it is. I don't think it's because the conservatives are getting too conservative or moving too far to the right. I think it's the left pulling the strings and going harder to the left than they've ever gone before. And moderates are going, oh, oh, oh no, I'm not taking this. That's enough of this. I blame the left for this. I... I, uh, you know, I've, I've got my complaints about the Republicans and, and many of the conservatives, but this is not, I think, their doing. I think this is because the political left has gone off the deep end. They are more openly promoting socialism and communism. They're more willing to uh, promote junk science, take away your freedom. Again, they're not alone. Republicans do this, too, to a certain extent. But the Democrats are really overdoing it. And it's starting to blow back. It's, it's, it's starting to tear the country in half. It's amazing what they'll do to stay in power. It's actually, it's, it's terrifying. Uh, listen, uh, we got Sean Hannity uh, coming up later Glenn Beck is right behind me. He'll be on just a few minutes from now. And then for the ride home, Randy Tobler. Uh, that is just what a great ride home. Cannot go wrong with that. That's my old, that's our old time slot, isn't it? That's, yes, it yeah, is. that's where we started. Uh-huh. We, uh, we did the afternoon drive. It's great. Uh, so uh, you want to stay tuned to this station because we got all the great talkers. Tomorrow is Think Tank Thursday already. How do we get here so quickly? Isn't it amazing how fast the week looks? It's amazing. You know, when you get really, really old, days fly by. (laughs) Yes, it does. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Funny, I'm coming home.